Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, September 10th of 2020, and we are going to get started with the Belgian royal family. Belgium this morning, King Philippe received the credentials of four new ambassadors to Belgium. Um, They are from Argentina, Iceland, Angola, and India. Um, So this was, I don't remember, honestly, if this was the first one um, that he has done since really the pandemic has hit. He might have done another one. Um, I can't remember. I'm trying, but I can't. Um, But it's obviously his first one since summer vacation. So that was pretty exciting. I have talked about this before on this podcast. I love um, the handing over of credentials. Like, the formality of it is just so... um, It's so cool. Um, I think that might be because I am... There's a scene, there's a show called The West Wing that's all about, like, American politics and a specific, like, presidential, um, it's fiction, but it's, like, all about a president and his whole staff. Um, But there's a scene where he's receiving ambassadors, and it's one of my favorite scenes, again, because of the formality and, like, just the regalness of it all, I truly love. Um, So... I've always had a thing, like, I love um, credentials, I love it because it's super formal, Um, usually, like, the kings are in full um, regalia, like, it's just very cool for me. Um, So anyway, King Philippe had that this morning, but that was the only thing on the agenda for the Belgian royals today, Um, so we are going to skip down, actually, we're just going to move right on to the British royal family. I should say, we're probably going to have another long-ish podcast. Um, Every royal family had at least one thing, and a lot of royal families had like two or three. So, buckle up. We're going to have fun tonight. I'm very excited. Or I guess today, whenever you're listening to this. It's night when I record. Um, So let's get, uh, let's move on to the British royal family. Today, the Duchess of Cornwall um, was in Scotland. You guys, she has had such a busy week. Um, She's literally had something every day so far. Props to Camilla for, like, working all week. It's amazing. Um, But anyway, she was in Scotland today to visit the naval base Clyde. Um, And she was there specifically to celebrate the 10th anniversary of her commissioning the naval ship uh, HMS Astute. Um, And so HMS, just 
here's a fun little fact, is Her Majesty's ship. Um, so all of the um, ships have that as their title. I think, like, the U.S. has kind of a similar naming convention. We have USS, which I would assume means United States ship. Um, but I think it's cool that these are all, like, HMS. Um, so Camilla gave a speech remembering her time 10 years ago, commissioning the ship, um, and then wishing the ship well and its crew and its continued service. Um, so that was a pretty cool event. Um, a very just like stately kind of typical royal event that, um, we haven't gotten to see a lot this year. So I think like that that made it more interesting than it maybe would have been on any other day. Plus it was the only thing happening with the British royal family. So who knows? Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I'm loving all of the, um, Camilla content this week. I think it's great. Um, I'm ready for like the Prince of Wales and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Like I'm ready for everyone to kind of come back to work. The queen needs to stay home and stay safe, but everyone else, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for you to come back to work too. I know we just saw William yesterday, um, but like, I'm ready for them to be back completely, um, and have this be almost normal. But again, we're living in very weird times. So my expectations and my wants and desires don't really get an opinion in a COVID era, but I will state them here anyway. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Denmark. Today, uh, actually, I guess this evening, Crown Prince Frederick uh, was uh, attended the Danish Chamber of Commerce celebratory, like, anniversary gala type thing, because um, that's its official name. It's not. That's the name I've given it, but it worked. Um, so he was there. He was celebrating um, Danish businesses. And then he also um, presented the Danish Business Award um, during the ceremony. I, there wasn't a good write-up yet um, on the Danish Royal House's website on the event. So usually they're pretty on it, but they, at this point, haven't put anything um, so I'm sure it'll be up sometime tomorrow, but it's not up yet. Um, so I don't know anything about the business he awarded it to. Um, it was hard enough to try and find pictures that weren't, um, that were published by the Danish Royal House and not, um, stealing someone else's, like, copyright work. I hope I haven't. I might have. I... <laughs> It's very hard to post pictures and find pictures um, that aren't copywritten. And at some point, I will absolutely, absolutely like buy pictures um, 
which is what you have to do to like put them on your sites. Um, but right now I just try and take them from public domain. That way I don't have to pay for them because I can't. Um, so someday I absolutely will because there are pictures that I love that I want to post, but I can't because they're someone else's work. So it was hard enough to find pictures that were like published by the Danish royal household, um, and therefore like more public domain use. Um, so who knows when I'll get more information on that. It'll be, hopefully I'll find it and I can put it in the write-up that'll go up, um, Saturday or Sunday for the Danish royal family, like, weekend review. Um, and like I said, those will be up on thedailyroyal.com either Saturday or Sunday. I haven't completely figured it out yet. Um, they take a lot longer than I thought they would, so they don't all go up on Saturday. Some of them are going to go up on Sunday. Um, and Denmark, because it's at the top, will probably go up on Sunday. So we'll see how it all goes, but make sure to check it out on Sunday or Monday, and then it'll for sure be up. Um, check it out then, and we are now going to go ahead and move on to the Dutch royal family. of events today in the Netherlands. Um, so we are going to get started. I'm going to give as much context as I can, but also keep this section, um, not short, but like condensed and manageable. Um, so the first thing was that King Willem Alexander visited a coronavirus testing station, um, and a like pop-up infectious disease operations center where they do like um, screening questions and such. Um, so he was there to learn all about the process from start to finish of, um, calling in with, um, a, a COVID screening questionnaire to see if you have it. And these are going to include things like, do you have a cough? Have you recently lost smell and taste? Um, what other questions... Um, have you traveled out of the country? Like things like that. Um, and then they have a pop-up screening station, um, outside, which I think I commented on this when Akun from Norway went to one just a couple of days ago, but it is so funny how, how they all look the same. Um, you know, the one in Norway looks the same as the one in the Netherlands, which looks the same as the one I got tested in. Um, so it's, it's kind of cool to see that, like, international, internationally things are kind of the same. I mean, they're not, but some things are, um, and COVID screening is one of them. Um, so that was a really cool thing. And then at the, um, operations center, Willem Alexander was able to, talk to the staff, experience, um, kind of shadow on a couple of phone calls and hear what that's like. Um, and then they, this health organization has people like out on the front lines doing some work too. So he was able to talk to them, um, via telephone. So that was really cool. Um, 
So that was event number one. Event number two, he, and this was like a series of three events, um, but he visited the town of Arnhem, um, where he participated in three meetings um, to get information on how this town um, is fighting against um, drug crimes, as well as the prevention programs that they have put in place to hopefully reduce drug crimes um, in the future. So he participated in three. One was like rehabilitation. Another one was um, job training. And um, the third one was like education-based prevention. Um, Because, I mean, the science out there shows the research that um, doing things like getting training and working and having um, an education background where you're learning um, information and different ways to kind of think and things like that will ultimately help prevent the, um, I don't want to call it a desire, but the feeling of necessity to turn to using drugs, selling drugs, etc. Um, so that was what he was talking about all afternoon. I think that is so cool. Um, there wasn't a lot of information shared on these meetings, which like, I respect, but I'm also like, no, give me, I want to hear about these prevention programs. Like, I want more. Um, But it's pretty cool, nonetheless. Um, So that was his day. And then, you guys, I told you, it it was a marathon. Um, And then Queen Maxima actually visited an equipment rental, like a construction equipment rental company um, that has been doing a really good job of... um, training and development for their employees. Um, and so she was there as part of her work on the Netherlands entrepreneurial something, um, to hear about like what kinds of programs are working for employees and helping them develop and grow and, um, just lead to like a generally good work life, um, where people are happy and feel secure in their jobs and such. Um, so that was the Netherlands marathon. Um, a lot going on today. I loved it. There was so much happening. Maxima wore this beautiful purple dress that like, I'm going to be honest for a minute and be like, I usually strongly dislike the way Maxima dresses. It's just very much not my style. Um, so I don't personally prefer it, but this dress was so simple and so pretty and I just like, oh my God, I loved it. It was beautiful. Um, so that was really fun too, because I don't get to, um, like fangirl ever about what she's wearing because it never is my preference. It's, I have maybe fangirled about her outfits like three times in my entire Uh, royal watching history which has been almost 10 years um so yeah so that was a really fun moment for me to experience personally today especially after I got really mad at her last week or like two days ago so it was really nice my my anger is gone but it was very nice to like have a fangirl moment for her um and so with my fangirling we are gonna go ahead and move right on to Norway (laughs) 
was what I think is day two of a six stop tour of these seaside counties in Norway for Crown Prince Akun. Um, so he visited what I think is the county of Ogdare. Um, so he, like I mentioned in yesterday's episode, he is on the royal family's like yacht, um, yes, sailing, um, sailing from county to county. So when he got off on the dock, he was greeted by a very small group of like uh, small school age children. I think they, I think it said kindergartners, which makes me think maybe they were like preschool age, because I think that's what kindergarten means in in Norway. Whereas like here in the states, it means they're five or six. Um, but I think in Norway and other parts of Europe, it's like they're four and early five, maybe. Um, So he was greeted by some adorable children that were waving Norwegian flags. So cute already. Um, And then he focused his visit today on media and communication. So he stopped by the um, local newspaper to talk about their experience during the, um, the toughest time of the pandemic. And then he also was part part of a meeting about um, communication strategies and media in the role of um, how the pandemic was like shared and um, relayed from place to place, how people were able to get that information. Um, So that was another, again, really cool day. I am living for this tour. He, Akun has been doing some really great things this since he's come back from vacation like he did the refugee route two weeks ago um and now he's doing this tour like I think this tour is really cool um I love all the royals that are going on tour I think that's like a really smart thing to do um to one show your people that like they're still there. They're still supporting them. They haven't been as active as they want to be because they can't be. Um, and then also get like the best information in person on what's going on in place to place. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and I'm just like loving these tours. I want to find some more, um, content about it, but right now I'm living off of what the Norwegian Royal House shares. Um, and so with that and my endless struggle to find certain content, we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. another relay day in Spain. Lots of stuff happening. Um, So the first thing that happened was King Felipe held three military audiences this morning at um, the Royal Palace in Madrid. So these are where he meets um, sometimes like recently promoted officers, um, officers in charge of certain programs. Um, I didn't dive too deep into it because Honestly, like, it's not the most interesting content in the world. Um, 
and it doesn't always make sense because it's it's so Spain specific um, that it's hard to like make sense of. Um, and then, so that happened in the morning and then he headed back to Zarzuela, which is the royal, like the royal family's main offices and also home, um, is on the grounds there too. Um, so he went back to Zarzuela and then in the afternoon he met with, um, the foreign minister for Ukraine, who is currently on a working visit to Spain. So these are like when um, you'll go, like a foreign minister will come. They're doing a lot of political work on behalf of their country. Um, and because Felipe or any monarch is really like a figurehead, they're not actually a governing body. They don't usually... Um, spend a lot of time with the foreign minister or like in the states a foreign minister is our secretary of state um, but they will like meet them and have a brief um, audience sometimes they'll have a lunch I don't think that happened today um, it definitely didn't say it did so I would presume it did not um, and like just chat very briefly about the countries and then the foreign minister will go on their merry way and continue with their work. Um, but it's, it's always nice when of course, like the head of state of a country is, um, greeting the foreign minister and like spending some time. Um, so that was Felipe's day. And then also this morning, Queen Letizia attended a um, meeting with the Spanish Association Against Cancer, which she is honorary president of. Um, and so she was there. So this meeting was primarily actually to talk about like a lot of the new plans that the organization has had. Um, because this is going to sound kind of, um, I don't know. I think it's true. Like if you're in a COVID situation and you can't do like they couldn't hold their traditional fundraisers or events or anything like that. They had a lot of time to plan. So they were, um, sharing some of their plans. And then also of course, talking about the effects of COVID on the people who, um, they serve. So the association, uh, the Spanish association against cancer primarily focuses on, um, funding research to eradicate cancer. Um, they don't do a lot of, like, work with the patients. I mean, they do some, but, like, the bulk of their work is funding for research. Um, so they talked about new grants that they've developed, um, new plans in, like, this weird time where we have to, like, come up with innovative new ways to do, you know, anything. Um, so that's what the meeting was about. Um, Lots of cool information, I'm sure. Lots of different um, plans to to see implemented in the next little while. And as honorary president, I am sure Queen Letizia will be a part of some of their launches. Definitely not all, but some. Um, so that was really great. And now we're going to go ahead and move on to Sweden.
we have made it to Sweden. This morning, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel held a meeting with the Theater Association and Swedish Performing Arts, um, where they were, um, again, learning about how the pandemic is has affected this industry, um, and then also plans for what the performance industry arts is going to do when it is time to reopen um, and how they're going to safely reopen um, and, you know, see. So that was their first meeting of the day. And then later on in the afternoon, they were joined by King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia, where they um, participated in a video conference call with all 21 of the governors of the counties in Sweden. Um, and this was primarily focused on talking about the upcoming tour of the Swedish royal family, where they're going to visit all 21 counties um, to discuss the effects of the pandemic um, to each county individually. Um, so they were talking about, like, what's going to be talked about, kind of, I, I would assume this was more like a brainstorming session, like, hey, we're coming to your, your area, what do you want us to cover, etc. Um, so I think it'll be a really good tour, I'm excited to see the execution, um, of course, I... I'm going to look at everything through a um, Spanish royal tour lens because that's the one that happened first, but I'm excited to see what Sweden comes up with. And so that brings us to the end of this podcast. Make sure you check out the Instagram, The Daily Royal, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.